Hey friends, it's Davion, it's Bruce, and this is, oh, that's my gay friend. Well, still, but slightly different. Hey friends, welcome to another wonderful episode of Oh, That's My Gay Friend, episode number 45. Now, things may be a little different this time, just like it was when we had our 45th president. <laughs> Unfortunately, Davion is under the weather, and so we would not be here right now for the intro however we do have a special edition of oh that's my gay friend broadcasting tonight today so luckily you guys are in luck we do have wait for it wait for it are you ready first of all let's go back go ahead friend and gather that cocktail and get your libation ready while I tell you what type of episode we're going to have today, okay? So, today's episode is a special edition, and it's going to be the Love is Blind reunion episode, okay? I know we talked to you guys about this show where we said we're going to go back and talk about the episodes 1 through 10, but you know what? Hey, we're going to give you everything tonight, okay? So, we're going to give you our recap of the reunion, and listen, guys. It's really, really fucking good, okay? So, grab your cocktail. Let's raise this glass, okay? Clink, 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 clink. And get ready for this Love is Blind reunion special. Oh, that's my gay friends episode. All right, so let's get to this Love is Blind reunion. The reunion that really made broke the internet, or it was broken, so... <laughs> That's what made the internet break. Right. <laughs> this uh, faux live reunion. It really did. And it took like two days for this to really come to fruition. Well, for some people, they actually were able to see it later that night. But the bigger issue was that it wasn't across the board. Like some people got to see it later that night. But other people, it didn't work. Like for us, it didn't work that night at right. all. It did not. So we had to see it the next night. So, yeah, uh, Netflix was dragged. Andy Cohen and Bravo got into the chat. Really? Bravo tweeted, we've never made you wait for a reunion. Uh, Ooh, some shady bitches. Yes, of course, well, that of shady course. queen would say some shit like that. And Andy, he was like, couldn't be me. So, yeah, every like this was a ripple effect felt across the internet, across networks. Um, wow. Yeah, Netflix was dragged. Everybody was saying, y'all never late when it comes to taking that payment. Hello. And then, then now also talking about wanting to, you know, only have one house, one account per household. And right. so trying to cut back on that. But on the flip side of it, let's just give Netflix its, you know, flowers. This is a major deal. Like, this is one of the biggest shows, I think, on Netflix. So the yeah, fact that you have show. the entire country tweeting about it talking about it like this show clearly is a big hit for them oh no no, no. it's he the show's fucking huge i yeah. didn't i honestly didn't know it was as big as it was until what happened happened because it was even celebrities tweeting and posting and shit like is this not working for y'all the way it's not working for right me? kathy griffin was one she she did a live and talked about it as well and talked about her watching this and also secession not knowing hand in hand that there are a lot of people who like this show also watch Secession. So I was like, I feel like that's the upper echelon of class of people. We both like both shows. Right. right. So and funny, funny enough, even the married at first sight, uh, ex, um, Dr. Viviana. Shut up. Not no, her ass. got mad at first sight checking in the building too. She's checking in the building too. She was like, um, <laughs> she, I follow her on Twitter <laughs> and she posted a video. She was like, so, 
it's not just me, right? <laughs> she's like, it's not working. Can you guys let me know what's going on? No, she's uh, she was thoroughly invested as well. Wow, that's 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 very interesting because I know last, like you said last night, we tried to watch and I was like clicking like, babe, it's not working. Like I don't know what's going on, but you're like, no, the reunion's up. I'm like, well, it could be up, but we can't play it. So no, yeah, because I was reading people's you know comments about it on twitter but yeah it wasn't working for us for whatever reason but we got it tonight and we got things to we say we got it baby we got it listen love is blind i told y'all i said this before i said whoever is the ep behind the hills did this show and i'm i'm staying I'm staying true and firm in my word. I don't know who the EP is, but I'm telling you they had to either. They stayed behind them or something because they brought the drama. This show was supposed to be about love. It's about going into a pod, talking to a stranger, falling in love in 20 days, go to the altar. Yes, no. I feel That's like so simple, right? I feel like the first three seasons, well, especially the first two were really about that it was like minimal so the first two seasons were minimal drama i feel and it was more about like the actual concept of the show because that was at at that time a very different concept it was fresh and new so i think that was like the drama if you will of the show was kind of like getting your mind around people on other sides of the walls blah 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 Third season, they started hiring a bit more fuck people like Bartise. And, you know, I felt yes. like it was a bit more stunt casting. This season was all about the stunt casting, baby. It's like those you first... You think it was stunt casting that happened? I think that was people who really wanted to be on the show. No, I don't think... I, I think Micah is a perfect example of stunt casting. Irina is the stunt cast. I just think that... Stunts and shows. Stunts and shows. Like, the first few episodes we were watching, we were like, oh, this isn't even about the fucking process. This is this is about the drama between... Like, they focused on the girl suite and the guy suite a lot more this season. Like, the process of being in the pods and the girls grouped in, you know, the suite together and the guys grouped in the right. suite together. They focused on that a lot more, I feel, this season that they have in well, the past. I think also because maybe this season there were multiple he- people who fell in love with the same person. And so, of course, having that now before in prior seasons, the woman would be kind of, listen, girl, the best, let the best woman win. You know, they weren't all kumbaya about it, but there was some level of respect that was there. And dignity. And dignity that was there. <laughs> this year, that wasn't the case. There was some bitches like, listen, can I borrow a birthday candle? Because I forgot it was his birthday. As you're baking cupcakes for this nigga. The same well, guy. The same guy. Like, hey, I know this is for him, Zach, but hey, do you mind if I get a candle? And Bliss is like, no, bitch. Like, no. Bliss is like, honey. You no. should have thought of that yourself. And then we'd have Josh threatening to leave because he couldn't get a date with fuck, bitch. And Marshall's like, you know, well, you got boys talking about they want to leave here if they don't leave with you so there's a lot to unpack if you guys watched the reunion like we did mm-hmm. i know you are just hell bent ready to go with your questions and and you want to know what 
your two favorite gay husbands have to say about the shit because we have a lot to talk about we have a lot to talk about so let's start at the tip top before we get into the couples because this is actually a hot button issue on twitter that i want to discuss really quick what did you think of nick and vanessa hosting this reunion i thought vanessa was horrible her hair was horrible her ensemble was horrible oh which is oh beyond aesthetics okay beyond um, well, include aesthetics to drag her <laughs> go for it you know they've been here since season one but i think we can retire them and, and get some new blood because they don't seem as vibrant or with it or really asking the important questions holding people accountable or their feet to the fire or really getting down to the nitty-gritty of the shit um yes they started off this this franchise and it's great but sometimes you just have to fire people sometimes you have to replace them and i think that it's their time now um and they mentioned also the fact that since season one they aren't as involved intrusive i'm gonna say invested intrusive because of whatever i guess they want to show the actual process and let them know and date each other which is great because i didn't want to see them all the fucking time popping up in the in the um separate living quarters giving their quote unquote and i use air quotes right now expertise about um relationships and, and as such so my opinion i think that going into season five find a different couple i mean look he always he always keeps a gig it's always in LA on Channel 11, or he'll sub in for Wendy Williams. You know what I'm saying? Rebecca Stamos, uh, her new last name was um, Rebecca Stamos. Uh, no, she married him. I yes, can't his name. I can't think of his name either. But y'all know the white boy I'm talking about. He's hella sweet. Always has a lot of shit to say. He always filled in for Wendy Williams when he, when she was out sick. Um, John Mark. Why I can't think of this guy's name right now, but he would be a perfect O'Connell, O'Connell, Jerry O'Connell, Jerry O'Connell, Jerry O'Connell, and Rebecca O'Connell will be another great couple to. I would subscribe to come into this form and help these couples because Jerry's very outgoing. They just bring bring a different energy. I think it's more of a balance with uh, Jerry and Rebecca. Because right now, Vanessa steamrolls Nick. Nick, honestly, looking at them, it was I felt like it was Weekend at Bernie's. Like, literally, Nick was just sitting there uh, counting the check that was deposited into his account in his head and, like, divvying up all the people he has to pay. Like, to me, he was very... Yeah, it, to me, he was very checked out, and the only time he actually spoke was to read the teleprompter, like the word, like the transitionary phrases to go from one topic to the next. Right. The only person that actually asked questions, probed, and actually hosted was Vanessa. She just did it with an extreme bias towards she did, certain she did, people. She did it as a viewer, and yes. she was it was very misconstrued, and it was like so. As a viewer who has favorites, and yes. as a particularly as a woman viewer who prefer the other women. Yes. She favored all of the women, even the trash ones. And with the men, that's when she was a bit more coarse as probing questions and really didn't not necessarily defend, but you know, didn't give the men as much benefit of the doubt as she She did did with the women. She did. She did the whole girl power movement. Yeah. She did that. She was, 
aggressively in that lane of it. Which would have worked if Nick did that with the men. It would have. But but Nick. Unfortunately, he did not. And I think that's what Jerry O'Connell would be different, where he would really hold the guys to the accountable, as, as Rebecca probably should. But my question to you, who do you think would be a better type host fit for the show uh, literally anybody else i think it does need to remain in the vein of a couple because i think that's a cute idea right um a lot of people on twitter are actually calling for lauren and cameron which were the interracial couple from i believe season one um I remember, yes the really sexy he the white guy and the really beautiful black girl um from season one now i don't know their hosting capabilities i do remember them being charismatic just together right but again I don't need, I need someone that can host, that can agitate, that can probe, that can ask questions and hold people accountable. I just don't need just some random couple up there looking sexy. Like I need people, especially if they're, if uh, Bravo, if Netflix is going to continue hiring personalities that, you know, agitate and are polarizing like they, like they did this season, I need some hosts that can hold people's feet to the fire because it's almost criminal the way they let Micah get away with murder. I don't even like, want to talk about like that. Like Micah is Viola Davis. Held. Talk about how to get away with murder. <laughs> Ask fucking Micah. She was not held accountable to half her shenanigans she did with Irina. Irina did not do that shit by herself. At all. And they showed by clips no means. when it was Micah and like, Irina. Yes, mean girls, mean girls, Part two was definitely cast by Irina and Micah, and they just let Micah just, I guess, have a moment to. Uh, they gave her compassion. I don't Honey, know because she batted those blue eyes and flipped that <laughs> blonde was, hair that was already pitched put that was already her pinned ear. back. Her, She's like, let me ear. move this invisible hair on my. Shoulder. And they said, "You poor white goddess, <laughs> let us. You are too fragile. Let us just move on." Yeah, it was. But I will yeah. say, I I bet she was shot by her seating placement because I thought I knew she I knew she probably figured going into this, hey, I'm on Love Is Blind, I will be the top seat. Yeah, I will be sitting next to the, the breakout, the, right next to the host. And Mama's was it's on the end of the couch, honey. She got Cynthia Bailey. She was on the she was on the <laughs> other side of Marshall. Okay, and his bitch didn't even show up. <laughs> let's just get to okay. this. Shit. So let's get so right let's into start, this. Let's go. Let's start with the first couple that they actually touched on, which was everybody's favorite, Brett and Tiffany. Absolutely, they're just a beautiful love story, a beautiful black love mm-hmm. story, mm-hmm. and I just root for them. I love their love for each other. And I want to be- I want to believe in my world that they don't ever have a fight. That they don't ever have the little tiffs that happen in, in relationships and marriages. That they just perfect. She works. She works with her perfect, perfectly natural hair, just gorgeous. He wakes up looking chocolate, tall and chocolate, and they have no worries. They just eat. They drink champagne and they eat their berries and 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 yogurt every day, and life is great for them. Yeah, and they have a great credit score. Yes. Both of them together, it's seven just amazing. Eight. Like it's just, and they just are taking over the world. Like they are mm-hmm. my favorite couple. Yeah, I get. I feel like they are the epitome of what this process is about. You can tell they both came into this wanting to find their spouse and their partner. Just the way they conducted themselves throughout this entire experiment. It was never okay. I liked you, but you look different, so I'm about to look at somebody else, or you weren't what I I was expecting, so I'm about to be a complete asshole to you. No, like they vibed on the other side of the walls. They saw each other. 
they vibed then and they just chose each other every day yeah throughout the there, entire there process there's a couple that you look at that's if you have in your friend group you're like you know what i want to aspire to be like them not granted they may have a lot of shit going on in their relationship and we, again we hope everyone does that they don't and they do yeah right everyone does have their own shit but at the end of the day when it's all said and done you really want to root for them like you like if if they were to come to us let's say we're friends and they were like yeah, I'm thinking about leaving. I'm like, no, we are gonna fight for your fucking relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we gotta, gotta sit be... here all night. No, seriously. Like, there's a, there's a couple. Like, I showed up at your wedding. I attended. I am going to be part of your village to help you fight for your shit because I just believe in their love so much, wholeheartedly. Like, they are just perfect for each other. So, yes. I'm glad that she moved to. We found out she moved to Oregon for him for his job because you know he's a. He is a creative director or something like For that Nike. with Nike. Mm-hmm. So which is you kind know, of a big Daddy deal. can't move nowhere. Yeah. And which is great. Um and she's able to do that. So she was able to make that transition for them. And so we hope to see it works out. Um I would what do you think to- about their their coupling and everything together after the show? How do you think what is your opinion about it? I would love to see them just have babies. Like they're that couple and And not to sound like Vanessa, because I think it was horrible how she kept pressing the issue of wanting everyone to have children, not knowing that maybe, you know, some people are and they're having problems or some people just don't want kids at all. Um, So I'm not being gross, like, and egregious like her. I just want to see the two of them because they're both beautiful people. And I just... I'd pay to see their OnlyFans. I'll just put. I'll just say it. I'll. I would pay to see I, their OnlyFans. You want to see them fuck? You want to see? I them. just want to see them fuck, and then uh, you know a baby come from that. But no, I. I, I, I say you that wanna see, you want to see Brett fuck. Is that what that you want to see? No, he's not my type. But together, I think they're beautiful. That's what I mean. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Brett is aggressively not my type, but. I just think that their their love and respect for each other is so refreshing in the scope of reality TV, especially on the scope of this show this season, right. where it's like you just want to see them make it. You just want to see them reach every step of like love and happiness and what that has to bring them. Like I want to see them have kids and get a mansion and, you know, just make it. I, I'm gonna say this, and once I say it, you're gonna get it. It's very much so. Prior to we found out that he was doing some fuck nigga shit. Just hear me out, y'all. It's giving very much so Heathcliff and Claire Huxtable. Yes. Thank you. Yes. 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 yes, yes, yes. Like again. And they prior had, to we find out yeah. Quaaludes and shit. It was it's, it's giving the Huxtables. Yes. Yes. Like and just you want to root for the Huxtables. black excellence. You exactly. want to root for that. Yes. So that is what I meant, and I hope I hope longevity and prosperity for the both of them. Now let's get to the woman who found her black king, her Mandingo king, Kwame and Chelsea, who I must say looked fucking stunning gorgeous this makeup mama is fucking beat into submission a black woman did this makeup and i'll tell you why as someone who was beat a few months ago like just the blending the color choices it's natural but you can tell it's just it's perfect well and also worked for her ensemble Mm -hmm. she looks really really good in that in that rose pink and so 
But I, I bet you she while he fucks her, she's like, give me that Mondingo dick. I bet you oh, of ten times down, like she is saying that type of shit. She's com- completely fetishized him. Completely has. And and, and listen, it, it, he fetishized her too. Like it works. Because oh, again, of course. you from the Congo or where, or where I'm sorry, he's from Nigeria or some the part Congo. of that. Jesus. But you sound like you are, you know, um, Brad who grew up in Connecticut. Just saying. So Oh, he loves the blonde hair. He loves the white Absolutely. eyes. He's one of those guys. And, you know, uh, and you know how I feel about those black men who do that type of shit. But nevertheless, their love story was cute. They look cute together. And they're happy. They, they were mine. They're there. Now, I will say, I, I don't know how happy they could be. I don't know how happy she was watching the show back when he had the flirty with Michael going on. Mm-hmm. And so I think they pussyfoot around that topic when it was brought to them. When I think, oh, oh not Nick, but his wife asked a question yeah, about Vanessa. the whole situation. Mm-hmm. Vanessa did. And there was a lot that was said in that 20 minute conversation that they had that I, if I was um, Chelsea, would still be upset about and need some answers from. You know, but what he did was he did address Chelsea and her family and apologize. And I think her family probably pushed that because they probably all watched it as a family because her family seemed, seemed like the type of family. Hey, let's have Love is Blind Night. Yeah. Viewing party. Sunday, you know, we're making pasta and, and the wine is flowing and they hear it's Kwame, you know, they're black. You know, Mongingo goddess or god that's here that they want to touch his hair and see the texture because he's a project for them. I'm just you're, speculating. You're really putting this narrative on. Listen, that's the vibe I got. That's the vibe I got when he met his family. It was like, oh, okay, yes, we we have one now. Like it just if it, it, it was giving very much stirring the the teacup. It was giving that, and I think that they saw the episode. They felt a certain way. He had to do a As lot of should. apologizing yes. and behind the shit yep. and explaining the whole situation. Of course, when they got home, she made that nigga sleep on his own couch. Yeah, <laughs> that they so proudly talked about in their new shit. So you know, that's how I saw. It. What was your thoughts about their process and seeing them come back together? I am glad that they have more of a united front than they did throughout the entire season. Because honestly, I was shocked when he said, I do, at the altar. I honestly thought he would have backed out of it. Because all season, he just did not seem fully invested the way that she did. Like, she was ten toes down, ten fingers, fucking earlobes. Like, she was in it the entire time. But he never gave that same... He never gave that same vigor and excitement that she did. Uh, So to see that they're both, you know, giggly and holding and affectionate is refreshing. Although, um, I do think that there is a certain level of Doth protests too much with these two. Like, every chance they got, we're happy. We're happy. We're in love. Yes, yes. Yes. We're in love. Right? Mm -hmm. Right? You love me? Yes, we're in love. We're happy. Uh, We're happy now. Um, I feel like there should have been like a like a drinking game every time they said how they said that they that they were happy you had to take a shot um but yes they both look gorgeous his hairline has recuperated um because you know if you look at it throughout the season it was struggle city in the front and now he's got a nice little jamie fox going on 
Good for him. Good for them. Prayers up to Jamie Foxx still. Um, but yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, now, I will say that when they showed the clip of Micah and Chelsea just so happened to walk out at the same time with, with their, their dogs, dogs and, yeah. and then having that stage conversation or that fake apology from Micah about the Mexico experience. You know, I just felt Micah, I felt Chelsea was pressed in that situation. And I think she was expecting more from Michael or a bigger apology. I don't know. Just, she just she just seemed a little pressed, in my opinion. She just felt like, oh yeah, he told me about that, but yeah, like, so she just what do you know, have like, to tell me? Yeah, like she wants to know, like, what is it that you have to say? And because again, they weren't fucking with each other as the in the woman living space. Like they just they clearly weren't on mm-hmm. opposite sides of mm-hmm. the room. So, um, but we come to find out that there was a whole truth that was supposed to happen between them two on Chelsea's part um, the day that I guess Micah decided she was going to break up with Kwame and just in other terms give her give him to her um, and Chelsea wanted to draw a truce but before she can utter the words Micah came to her and said hey like I'm breaking up I'm breaking up with him today and that kind of sufficed for that so they never had that chance to kind of really um talk or, or give each other the type of grace but I don't know I just felt like their interaction when they had the dogs just it just one it was kind of contrived for TV but also just um, I think she expected blood from Micah to be like I'm, I'm really sorry or to, she's I think she expected a little more in her apology from I her. just think that she got her notes from Kwame so she wanted uh, notes from Micah and she wanted to compare those notes. Oh, I honestly absolutely. think that she just wanted a full account separately from each individual to see if stories corroborated and if they didn't then it would have been Kwame's ass. Of course <laughs> she would have forgiven him because you know he's yes. big black Mandingo. Um, so but yes I do thoroughly think she was like okay so what do you have to say to like he's fresh from the motherland so he born there so she was like i got that i don't he didn't have to go to slavery he he didn't have to go to slavery his people were just they stay straight from the motherland you're stupid um but yes that's kwame and chelsea next up on the docket we have zach and bliss he followed his bliss follow your bliss and i must say i must say both of them garnered so many points from me during the reunion because all season i just thought that he was stupid (laughs) honestly i thought he was stupid for picking irena and needed to atone for his sins and never truly had to and i thought that she was just dumb and desperate to give him a second chance honestly that was my feeling all season um i was like there's no way she's gonna fucking sit down with him and then after they had the first day i was like there's no way she's gonna have a second date with him like i was just in denial the whole way but watching them conduct themselves on this reunion i feel like they were i'm gonna just say this like zach is going to be my bestie of the week because he came to this reunion (laughs) to reunion baby zach clocked in he said it's time to work but it was low-key shit that he did that vanessa called him out so kudos to vanessa because she was like wait 
Why y'all whispering? This is a y'all know y'all know we can see y'all right. This is right, television. What you say to Paul for reunion? So we can see you. So yeah, once that was brought up, then Zach was like, "Well, shit, fuck." Well, shit. <laughs> you got me up here. Right. You might as well use me. But he was the only one willing to be transparent and truthful, regardless of how it may have came off. A lot of the couples and people that didn't partner up. You know, they were so, oh, I'm, uh, that was me last year. I'm a different person now. That was, that was the old me. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. But Zach was like, nope, this is what happened. This is how I felt. This is what you said. Remember when you said I got receipts. So he, I, Zach truly felt like he was on Bravo. He did, but let's not crawl before we walk. So let's get, let's set the people up because if they didn't see the show, we want to give you everything in this full That's the thing. Everybody has seen the show. What are you talking about? <laughs> Everybody has seen this. There's no need to document the season. No, no, but I'm saying this. Like, I know that. So I think my opinion about Bliss and Zach, I was, I'm happy that they kind of chose each other. They chose each other. I think. He needs to cut some of his hair. His hair bothers me. He was looking like a, a a young bisexual queer Ben Affleck's cousin. He just looks that way, and you know. But is that the crawling before you walk? It is, you were talking, talking about. about <laughs> <laughs> but I like the I like the way that. So when they asked about their relationship, and they kind of give the counsel, but then they start to bring. Mecca and Mecca. Irina's behavior into what was happening with the ladies in the pod and how they were doing the little sneaky shit, the Just little teenage girls. shit. Bitches. But, oh, but is it really mean girl yes. behavior? <laughs> yes. like, Laughing like, at why do, we have to, why do we have to label it mean girl behavior? Because a lot of times we went through this shit or you were either the maybe the person who was portraying it to, doing it to someone or on the receiving end, but I just feel like that's like it's like part of like your stripes to live or, or go through adolescence or teenage years. Like that's part of your stripes to, to get build character to L- who you are. Laughing at someone when they are down and out or emotionally distraught with a friend yes. when you have you never done that. Let's okay. Let's keep it real. Let's keep this a a, a buck. Let's keep it a book. You're going to sit here and say you never have uh, kiki with a friend or, or looked at or talked about folks or gave criticism as people walk by or whatever with a friend or people you may have known or who go through certain shit. Like, that has happened. Like, rather, now, prim- hopefully it happened primarily while you were in school and not to early adulthood. But some people, that, that has have, still has, they still have behaved in that type of manner. But we, are we going to sit here and say, like, we have not done that almost same behavior. I'm gonna say I I I'm guilty of it. I've done it before. That doesn't that doesn't negate that it is mean girl behavior. The fact that you can relate to it does not mean that it's not okay. But why does it have to be labeled as mean girl behavior? Why can't it just be a situation of that's just part of life? That's part of adolescence. That's part of growing up. That's part of taking licks. Like that's just something that has happened. I, again, I think again growing up in the 80s 90s whatever it was just like it wasn't this label of now like everyone you know playing this sport now everyone gets a trophy like you have people who win you have people who lose it you have people who was like you you had just things that just were and it wasn't ha- it wasn't 
did not need to be discussed ad nauseum or putting a negative label on it. Now everything is just, if you say something bad about someone or you, or you do the um, three-way calling to see if your friend talks shit about your other friend, now it's just mean girl behavior. I get the movie was great, and that's the shit that we did, and it happened, but now I just I just hate that it's a blanket statement. And that's what I, I guess that's, let me Well, I mean, before that. being it's mean girl. It's a blanket girl. statement now. Before, Everyone's just like, oh, that's mean girl behavior. But before it was mean girl behavior, it was bullying. But now you can't use we the term. I never said bullying. Like, I never oh. said I was bullied before in school. I never because said that shit. that wasn't your testimony. You it can never. Wasn't. So you can't. I was bullied in school, and I used the term when I was younger. So you can't put a narrative of your own on other people yes you can't relate to it but that doesn't mean that it's not a reality no i'm not saying and, I, and i'm not saying it's not a reality what i'm saying is i think because, that, no you just said that no i bullying no, no, was not a term no, i know i'm not saying it wasn't a term, no that's what saying, you just no, said I, no i said mean girls wasn't a term like mean <laughs> girls was not a term people were using because of the movie and now because of the behavior now they have attributed to that behavior being mean girl behavior but before yes Bullying has happened, but again, bullying also built character for certain people. Was it right or wrong? It was absolutely wrong for anyone to be bullied. What I'm saying is that the fact back then it was a situation of this was the least you took in life. And it built it helped you build character. It helped you to overcome certain shit as you got older. I'm not sitting here and saying you need it's right to bully people not by no means what i'm saying is i just hate the fact now as a society we now have this blanket statement of saying if someone does this type of behavior before we were kicking and joke about it now it's just oh it's just a mean girl behavior that's all i'm saying and i think what they were doing is just behavior again saw growing up or what have you whether you look at it good or bad i just hate the fact that everything now just has a blanket statement if you do something it's just mean her behavior. That's all I'm saying. I think that what we can agree on was that it was extremely immature behavior for women in their 20s to be doing. Absolutely. You said it yourself. Absolutely. At some point, everybody, not everybody because I didn't, but many people in their teens and preteens conducted themselves that way. And that is the truth. But it hits different when you are in your 20s on a show trying to find a soulmate oh, or no, a spouse. I agree with and you on that one. Yes. For that, I I personally labeled their actions mean girl behavior because it's they were mean in their intentions. There was no way in the way that they conducted themselves, laughing, hiding, making jokes when, you know, other women were emotionally distraught because they weren't picked by someone that they had an emotional connection with and like laughing and giggling and crawling around like that's something yeah that i would have done when i was like eight but i will i would refer to them as as mean girl behavior and i just think that it was I don't even remember how we got down this down this tangent. Who we were because, talking about? Because they started to talk about on the show. They start to show the behaviors of Irina. Then they brought Irina out, which I applaud her tremendously coming out solo and showing up to actually be accountable and to atone for her for her mistakes. Unlike some other bitch named fucking Jackie. And I said bitch, and I mean that by every fucking syllable and every letter of the word. Why we gotta use terms like bitch? <laughs> um, but yeah, we were talking about Bliss and Zach. So yeah, I actually love their love now. I think that it was just really nice seeing them. I feel like a a sincerity and genuine authenticity 
from them that I don't a hundred percent get from Kwame and Chelsea. Really? That's just just me. Because again, uh they and I mean Bliss and Zach, I just I feel their love without oh, them having to say it. Say it yes. literally yes, 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 after yes. every sentence. Yes. As a punctuation. Yeah. Um like I can genuinely feel like they're going to go the long way and yeah you see her when they look him. at you each see the other. way she looks at him yeah. and you see that okay he really has something for her yeah so i i agree with you on that one it, so it was refreshing it was refreshing to see and mixed with zach being 100 and everything that he had to say even when vanessa was you know trying to come for him he still held his own and spoke his peace and and spoke his truth and specifically said what we were all thinking that he truly felt that Irina came on the show just for celebrity. So, okay. So, and I don't want to sound, sound like I'm defending Irina because by, by no means am I, she was deplorable. She did horrible shit. And I do not condone the shit that she did. It was funny. It was a kiki to look at. Um, and we great talked TV. about this. Great TV. Great TV. Um, but they all came for a level of celebrity and for fame to come on this show. Like, and that's the thing I just hate. Like, don't call her out. Like, y'all all, like, you came, you're an attorney. So, of course, you're not going to get more people wanting to have you represent them or whatever. So, there was, all, they were, they are all opportunistic in their reasoning for wanting to do this reality show. So, let's, I think when you do that, like, that's called a kettle black. Like, come on, that's called a space space. You know what I mean? Like, don't do that with her. Now, she was wrong for the shit she did. Though I think that she played up to the camera? Probably so, you know. I mean, there, I, I agree with you to a certain extent because I do feel like there is a difference when your sole purpose is for exposure right. and i truly feel like irena's sole purpose so you was she for, was going on there for love no i think the way that she conducted herself showed that the way that she found another girl in the in the suite with uh micah and literally tried to make their own moments like they literally thought they were going to get a spinoff from this shit like micah and irena go along <laughs> go with yeah the simple life and they probably fucking will like, let's be real like seeing them together was fucking tv go like i'm sorry like it brought some joy it brought some joy to this shit and granted yes it was mean type shit they were doing but i would rather see them than fucking jackie old punk ass who can't show up to fucking reunion because okay. she did some bitch ass shit. Okay, I feel like you really want to get to Jackie. So oh, oh, I got a lot to say about that hoe. But we're going to talk about there, but let's get to the other people first though. Um well, I mean, well let's just Okay, so let's wrap up Arena and 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 Mecca. So do you think I know I I feel it was unfair they didn't hold Mecca to the accountability <laughs> You called this girl so many different things other than Micah. Micah? Oh, you shoot, called her Mecca, <laughs> Meccan. <laughs> you call her <laughs> fucking <Ooh>, Macau. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Michelin like you have said everything except for this girl's name. Micah. Micah. Okay. So, so they, do you feel like do you think that do you feel they did a fair judgment with Micah and Irina as both being held accountable for their actions and how they both were playing with these boys uh, or these men's emotion and, and doing that whole like teenage girly high school shit? Do you feel like they both held them they that Nick and Vanessa held both of them accountable? Uh no. I well Nick didn't do shit. 
Um, I feel like there was a proper dragation with Irina. Like she was dragged properly. She held her own. Yes, Kudos did. to her for showing up. She looked cute. She looked, she looked really cute. She her makeup was on point. Her her she, again, her face was fucking beat. Beat. Um but no, Micah, they didn't even address the uh mean girl buzzword uh <laughs> behavior with her at all. They, they just with her it was very soft. It was very kid gloves and I just can't help but think is it because she has lighter eyes and lighter hair than Irina because I mean they brought not my only colorism. not only I mean hello um call me Candace Dillard Bassett not only did they you know drag Irina for the way that she conducted herself with Zach, they also brought up the specific scene where, you know, she was hiding behind the kitchen island, getting, uh, laughing at one of the girls crying because she didn't get picked by a Jackie man. Punk ass. Um, and Michael was right on the other side laughing with her, but they never even brought up any of those actions towards Micah. And I just can't help but understand. I can't help but question why. So I think because... I'm say Philip, but I think that's not his name. Paul, the other Paul. I think because Paul left her and said no, maybe that's why. So they feel like okay, well, she was already left at the altar. She suffered enough, <laughs> basically, because that was also interesting to see how they brought that situation to the forefront of asking her. Well, okay, well, ask really ask Paul if she had answered yes, would you have said? Yes, then he stood firm in his, his the, uh, defense and stood 10 toes down was like, no, like I really feel like we weren't together. He also felt that she wasn't maternal enough. And that was a buzzword for her that she felt that was hurtful. And, and Vanessa, of course, really tried to drag him for that. And the interesting part is if you saw this season... You knew exactly what he meant when he said what he said. Yeah. And it wasn't anything to be hurtful or nasty or anything that they tried to make it on the reunion. Because they really tried to make it a moment. Like they really tried to in that in that segment, I felt like they tried to vilify him the way they tried to vilify the white guy last season. Um, when he was telling the chick about the grapes or the oranges. Well, he did some, he, he did some fucking nigga shit. But, but, yeah. Yeah. but I feel like they still try to, in that same vein, you know, it's so such a, they talk about buzzwords, like trying to make it seem like she's just not maternal or she's less than a woman or she's this or that. Or it's like, no, what he really wanted to say was she's fucking immature. She's not in the place to have a child or to take care of anyone outside of herself because she can't really take care of me in the way that I need emotionally. Yeah, I think because when she's explaining the fact that her mother can never have kids and she's like a miracle baby so of course an only child and, and don't try to come for only kids because we are fucking amazing but I think that her having a perspective in life and then it's the Micah show and so she just doesn't know how to probably nurture or do enough to show to love him the way he needs to be loved and I feel like he needs to be validated and have a different sense of 
love from a woman because he kind of seemed Asperger-ish a little bit from some behaviors. But I think that's what it was. And I think that's what he was trying to convey, but he just said it wrong. Yes. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't think that he has the most smoothest of bedside manners. <laughs> he can't. He, <laughs> he can't. Um, Emotion. You know, yeah, I can't compute to. He doesn't have finesse when yeah. it comes to his delivery. And, and that was a prime example. But no, I, I personally got exactly what he meant when he said that he doesn't feel like she's maternal. Yeah, we saw it. Yeah, we definitely saw that. Um, do you want to move on? Finally, to the love triangle that set the internet's ablaze. Because we have receipts. Receipts from a coward by the name of Jackie and Marshall and Josh. This is the, the last love triangle. There was fucking three love triangles. I don't think we ever had that before on the show. No, that's what I'm saying. Stunt casting, baby. They stunts were and shows. stunts and shows. They said we were going to have a season if it killed everyone. Yes. So, Jackie and Marshall uh, are no longer together. Uh, one of the right, one of the major revelations, according to her, that we saw in this reunion, is unlike what the show portrayed. She says that she met up with Josh mm-hmm. after she broke up with Marshall. Where on the show they made it seem like she skipped the dress. Um, the dress fitting, fitting mm-hmm. to meet up with Josh. So in reality, her reality, that is not what happened. Uh, her and Josh are still happily together a year after the experiment. So you just didn't show up. So let's first address the fact. Number one, Josh and Jackie did not show up to the fucking reunion. Which, off the back, I don't fucking respect you. Period. Because if Irina can show her ass and Michael can show her ass up to be held accountable for the shit that they said and done for the show you should be able to bring your ass to so for the fact that you cowered out lets me know that you already own some fuck shit anyway and we don't care about the lies you have to fucking say i don't care about your strong i I just don't care about anything anything you have to say i don't believe you because again you're not you chickened out to show for the beauty number one so secondly what's my point uh, you tell me. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I'm so heated with this. I'm so. Uh. Whoever her friend is, and I'm her, I'm referring to Jackie. I'm glad the friend leaked the text messages that were leaked on social media. Her talking about Marshall. So you want to get into that, or you want to? No, let's wanna, get let's get let's to get the right meat. Let's it. we we've been talking. So about it Jackie. Now. So you, if we were, recall, remember Jackie was. At some point, she was all in love with Marshall and Marshall this and everything, and then we started to see the turn, the 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 page turn, and it was until Chelsea's birthday, and I think even prior to that, like she said, she she told him to man up. She kept saying, you know, you need to man up, and he left for three be more days aggressive. Was, yeah, be more aggressive and all type of shit like that, and he left the apartment for three days. And then after Chelsea's birthday party, where he wanted to talk to her about something, and she was like, I just fucking can't. Like, can we go? I want to go to bed. And he wasn't, he was, he wasn't ready to resolve it yet. He wanted to, to talk about his emotions because he's a sensitive type of guy. But this hoe talked to her friends in the Kiki chat and the group thread chat, and she said, What, husband? Okay. <clears throat> Jackie, he gives me vibes, y'all. And I kind of hinted at that in my interview, and all hell broke loose. 
So I had to like switch it up. But he for sure gives me vibes because he used to twerk on the bed. And I told him I was cool off that. And, I, and he was like, yeah. So now this time I told him to be more aggressive with me. He's hard for show, but sometimes he can be sweet. Not sweet. Friend one. Twerk on the bed, laughing my fucking ass off. Good for you. Also for communicating how bad of a turnoff that shit is. What the hell? Jackie. Yes, he will twerk on the bed. And I was like, yeah, no, that's not going to fly, big homie. And then he will talk like, yes. And I'm just like, question mark? That's the damn truth. I don't want to hear y'all at my wedding yelling about how he got sugar in his tank either. We got to make it stretch for TV. Bye. Friend. Laughing my ass off. No, got to make it to the altar. Jackie. I can just hear blank name blacked out yelling. He's a teapot. And then friends saying, LMAO, stop. Y'all ready to unpack this shit? Because I'm ready. I got my gloves. I'm ready to go. Let's so go. let's go. So first off, we start with Vanessa and talking to Josh and Jacqueline. Um, still on the on the Zoom call. And Jackie ref- mentions the fact that there was an incident that she knew she was done with Marshall when an incident occurred. And she said he used a derogatory Phrase or name towards her. Okay, so uh-huh. we, that's that's the setup. Now, then we have this this text message. So this text message that he's referring to is is so it's talking about this incident that happened that occurred. Fuck Jackie, you called this man sweet. You was insinuating that he was gay. You said that he was giving vibes. You said all hell all hell broke loose. I want to know what. I I would love to know what the fuck happened from that. Like, I don't know if the producer's trying to go into it, or she didn't, or she scapegoated from behind it, or what. But the fact that you insinuate this man is gay and that he is soft or whatever, and then he went on long and said, you know, we was joking. So yeah, he said you got a strong jawline, bitch. He thought you could have been the man before. He didn't say the word tranny, but I'm gonna say you look like a fucking tranny, bitch. So I mean, it is what the fuck it is. You know what I'm saying? But don't hold him. And I hated the fact that Vanessa was like, well, what did you say about her? Like, no, fuck that. She started a fucking joke. She's texting her friends, saying some foul shit behind his fucking back. I'm glad her friend leaked the shit. And now we find out the fact that you you over here clowning this man behind his back and seeing that he's fucking gay because he's twerking on a fucking bed. Like, stop it, bitch. What do you think about the situation? Well, First of all, I just hate and I wish that we as a black community, as an ethnic group, as people of color, whatever Jackie is, Puerto Rican, I believe, or maybe not. I don't know. I just wish that we stop equating being emotionally sound, being sensitive, being articulate as being soft or feminine or gay or or gay. There's. Men that are emotional, that are emotionally sound, that are heterosexual. Right. There are men that are all those things but are gay as well because neither one is wrong. Right. Just FYI. (laughs) And if he and if this man is on this show looking for the love of a woman and he's with you, then we can all just only assume that he's heterosexual 
or at the very least bisexual. But either way, it is not okay to shame someone based on how they conduct themselves. And that's what she was doing in those text messages. Right. Nothing that she was saying in those text messages was insinuating um, greatness. She was throwing shade. She was Absolutely. laughing and having a kiki, as you said. So she can fucking burn for that, in my opinion. I just hate it. I just hate it that they allowed them to weasel out of it. And I just think that it's so rich how this person who all season wanted somebody else to man up decided to fucking punk out at the last minute and not show up to the reunion. Bitch, you needed to man up. You and that jaw needed to man up. Woman the fuck up. You split ends, bitch. And I hated how soft and how Vanessa handled it with kid gloves, particularly in this instance with the ring. Vanessa said, and I quote, why do you think he wanted it back? Instead of saying, bitch, why did you want to keep it? Exactly. If if this man is all these things, yep. if this man is, especially if you with another nigga. Why would you want to keep that Why would you period? want to keep the ring from someone else? And she still, the way, when she mentioned it, she was like, yep, I kept it. Like, there's still such a badge of honor yeah. behind keeping it as if she pulled a fast one. And that it deserves to be applauded. Like, these are all things that should have been addressed in real time. Because Vanessa is capable of doing that. Because she did it with the men on the show. So, I don't understand why she couldn't do that with Jackie's punk ass. Because like, Jackie's broke. She a broke bitch. And that's right. what she's going to have to pawn the fucking ring. Like, call it it's, a, it's a ring from the show. Like, you want to keep it as an heirloom? And then, if I was fucking Josh, I'd be like, you know, like, no, get that motherfucking ring back. If, see, Josh is a whack-ass nigga, too. Like, if you're supposed to be a man in this situation, there's no fucking way. Let me tell you something, small secret. If Davion and I, before he met me, was engaged to another nigga, and he kept that nigga ring, <laughs> we would not be married. Nigga, give that nigga his fucking ring back. Like, what the fuck you talking about? Like, hell no. So... Josh, as her man, should make her fucking get that string up, period. Because there's no way I'm going to want to be with you on this and be in a relationship. And you still kept the ring from your ex who proposed to you off the show that we both met you on. Like, how whack is that? Well, she's a whack bitch. She's trash. She's just fucking trash. Like, I and I'm glad that people are dragging her. And because, again, because your actions, you elected to be on the show to give people a public opinion about you to have judgments and which the fuck we are and no i don't want no harm to happen from you but i do want people's opinions and drag you through the internets to happen and that's what's going on because again everyone else showed up to the reunion did a punk out and you two people decided to punk the fuck out and not show up and for that i don't respect you and again, I think all of this would have gone differently if on, uh, honesty is the best policy. If she came on and just been like, look, you know, he's not a bad person. There's just things about him that I don't find attractive or I just don't see myself being with or things. There are things about him that turned me off. Yeah. And, you know, it was a point where I just couldn't not see you know think of the things that i saw and you know he is a bit 
sensitive and that isn't what I gravitate towards and that's not what I see for myself then things would have just been different. Right. But to gaslight and like he called me a derogatory term. That she part. said derogatory that term. And that's the part. Go ahead, I'm sorry. And Marshall's like, I never said a specific term about her. Like he was like, that's not even in my vocabulary. But I did joke about a specific her jawline. Her a, a specific you thing, her jawline. Who could have been a man. And then Vanessa Punk asked, I wouldn't have liked that if you said that about me. Bitch. Yeah, and that's the part where I, I just we because you have it's a it's a cause and effect. I would have been like, well, what did she say to you to make you say that to make you have that response, right? But we're not playing the fact, and, and then Vanessa also mentioned the fact she said sweet, and she also alluded to the fact she alluded to the fact that she was mentioned that you could be possibly gay, but she didn't feel no way about that. But when you about the jawline for her, oh, that's just too much. Right, like, bitch, if you don't stop it, like I don't minimize, especially a black man. Don't sit here, don't go on this fucking platform and try to have him or dehumanize him or make him feel like he had should he was in the wrong for what he was saying. Secondly, they were joking, <laughs> clearly joking. He said we were having jokes we were shooting the shit if you want to say we were snapping on each other whatever they were joking in that moment and at that time she called him sweet i feel like if i'm a straight man you'll call me sweet i'm gonna say whatever the fuck i want to say to you second you know that's a lot of straight men who i know who would fucking rip the fucking room apart if that woman called them sweet or uh, suggest they had sugar in their fucking tank you know what i'm saying like so she lucky that's all he said was you have a strong jawline and you who knows you could have been a man. You know what I mean? Well, um I yeah, I just think that she is and Marshall touched on it, looking she's just she was just looking for a reason, um to kind of looking for a scapegoat in this situation. And she's putting she's betting all on black. She's putting it all on you know that specific instance instead of just saying because again everybody is hyper aware of how they will be perceived right. on social media and she just doesn't want to say hey i'm not attracted to sensitive men so <laughs> you know i I'm a toxic hoe. exactly because she <laughs> she, she is. is extremely toxic you toxic. can tell her and josh probably give each other the fucking business yeah. he's definitely shaking her she's probably already slept with at least one of his friends by now like you can tell they're just fucking exhausting and she wasn't getting the rise out of marshall that she probably has grown accustomed to in men especially with her family members she's always touched on how they're a lot and crying in closets and shit and marshall's just extremely emotionally sound he's like you need a minute i'll be over here bye yeah and he she's like talk, he wants to talk things out surprisingly yeah like she's used to screaming yelling probably physical violence right. and marshall was giving marshall was paying her dust in that department so you know again i hope the best for her i hope even more so for him um and comfortable enough for his skin to be like listen to joke or to twerk and say yes or whatever and be a man and just do those type of things but again he know who he's attracted to so you know it's whatever 
all in all, this reunion was everything mm-hmm. that we did not know that we needed. And I was so glad. It was that a we train wreck. It. it was a it was a it was a perfect train, train wreck. But it was a wonderful one to experience. So yeah, Beautiful I mean to watch. I I mean the I, next season we will be better at recapping it week by week so we don't save all of it and have like an hour <laughs> instead and dedicate an well, hour to the show the entire nation has been talking about this so of Absolutely. course we have to give it time to it but i would say i'm interested in they gave a little snapshot as they always do after every um reunion of a new netflix show they're gonna you know put on us to become obsessed with they mentioned the queer show of the ultimatum so mm. But it's all with, and I love them. It's all with lesbians. It's all with the women. I just feel you just should have just said lesbian show, not say queer because you say queer. We got excited. We thought, oh no, our ears gay boys. We're gonna see some trans people. We're gonna see some non-binary people. We see some lesbians. But it just so happens this is showcasing all lesbians, which is great and fine, and we'll still be here for it. But I just feel that Netflix do a better job of queer representation. Um, there isn't a show that is specifically for all queer people. Um, so just do a better job of demographics. And if you're doing this one for Ultimate, for just lesbians, then the next one needs to be for the gay boys. Just saying, okay? Because if you don't do separate but equal, you know? So yeah. we just want that. But we will we will be tuning in for that as well. When that uh, show they drop, I want to say it's May. It's like May second or seventh, something like that. Probably we'll I checked out when I saw it was all lesbians. To be honest, so yeah. But yeah, so that was Love Is Blind, the reunion, you guys, and let's get right into this next topic. Let's go. All right, friends, and that will conclude our episode of Oh, That's My Gay Friend. We want to. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. I know it was a special episode week, and we hope you got your entire life with the Love is Blind reunion, okay? As always, we want to thank you for giving us an hour of your time. You have 23 more to be with yourself. Please be kind to yourself and enjoy your weekend. And until next time, bye, friends. Today's episode of Oh, That's My Gay Friend is brought to you by the letter A. Hey, listen, did y'all really think we were going to teach y'all something? This podcast is just to have a kiki with my husband. Tune in next Friday for an all-new episode of Oh, That's My Gay Friend. Follow us on Instagram at Oh, That's My Gay Friend, or email us your questions at Oh, That's My Gay Friend at gmail.com. Until next week, bye, friends.